0: Do 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 yo yo yo. Good morning, good morning, good people. Thursday, March sixteenth, two thousand twenty-three. This a hey, this year already moving. Two days out. Yeah, you heard me. Two days out to my birthday, man. To the big three-seven. But welcome back to the show, the man to man part. I'm one half of the show, the DB. Portion, Darius Butler, my co-host, A.B., Antoine Matei, uh will not be joining us today. A little under the weather, as am I. Uh, he, he's got a, a bug, um, you know, that's kicking his ass right now. So hopefully we'll see him back on the show uh, Monday morning. Uh, I'm here, like I said, a little, you know, maybe allergies, maybe sinuses, a little combo, a little stuffy. You know, went to sleep last night feeling, uh, woke up this morning feeling a little more, uh, but hey, you got to fight through, you know, you got to power through, you know what I mean? It should sweet. It's off season. Um, man, we're about a month or so out, about five weeks out from the draft. So I will have a little bit of draft talk, just a little bit. Obviously, it's free agent time, it's trade time. Um, a lot, a lot, a lot to talk about today for starters. The Aaron Rodgers saga gets one step closer to ending. Uh, Obviously, he went on my guy, on our guy, Pat McAfee's show um, yesterday and drew some crazy, crazy uh, game-changing numbers. You know, uh, Pat and the boys always changing the game, always changing things, a legend in the game, obviously. But uh, A-Rod went on there and kind of, I guess, spoke his piece, you know, gave his whole, you know, kind of caught everybody up on what's been going on. Obviously, there's been a lot of rumors, a lot of reports. What's going on? What's not going on? When is it happening? Uh, why the Jets sign other players? So we kind of went into all that. Um, I thought it was a pretty, you know, if you've been watching A-Rod on, on Pat show for the last, what, three years now, um, you know, pretty much business as usual with how the interviews goes. But a lot more people were tuned in. The entire football world, obviously, that's a big, Chess piece that's moving. So uh, he clearly announced that his he plans on playing with the New York Jets, playing for the New York Jets, and now it's uh, obviously on the front offices of the Packers and the Jets to figure out compensation. Uh, but we'll talk about it a little bit on the other side. We'll talk about that as well. Um, some new quarterback, some new cornerback tandems in the league, and then you know an old one staying together. Uh, so definitely got to ask you guys. Who, which tandem do you feel is the best out of those three? If any other ones come to my mind, they may join them. But if you know ball, if you've been paying attention to the NFL, you know which three are going to be in that conversation. So definitely want your input on that. And I'm going to give you mine. Uh, What else do we have to talk about? March Madness, obviously the brackets, you know, everybody I'm sure has put together a bracket or two, men's, women's, uh we'll talk about that a little bit as well. March Madness can't go wrong with that. A little bit of NBA talk, a little bit of F1 talk. You know, and I got the you know, I got the show to myself. You know, I gotta put that F1 talk in there, baby. It's race week. I uh, did the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix Jeddah March 19th. So it should be fun, and then uh, you know, obviously, my favorite part of the show getting everyone's uh, input, questions, comments, concerns uh, in here, man. But I appreciate y'all, obviously, for rocking, as always, every Monday, every Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube. Uh, What else we got to talk about today, man? What else? Let me think. Let me think. Jabberant spoke yesterday. The Jalen Rose saw a little bit of that. Uh, <clears throat> we got plenty to get into and in then who knows? Maybe some news breaks, maybe something happens uh while we're on there. <laughs> Whew, we shall see. Whatever this is, pollen, something kicking my ass. But I'm here, baby. We here, we rocking. See all no up the it <clears throat> see y'all on the other side. Yo, yo, we back. <clears throat> Should have got some of my tea. Should have got some of my uh, medicine ball. Should have got me a good medicine ball from Starbucks. I know how that, oh, I forgot we got um, Tone back there on the ones and twos. What are you doing for your birthday? ass Nakiba. I don't know, man. You know, don't know yet. You know, we're gonna celebrate those three seven. Um you know, hey, every birthday is a big one, every birthday is a blessing. Um, 37, one of those kind of in between. Once you hit 38, then it's hey, you you 40. You 40, cuz that you know, and 40 is a new 30. If y'all don't know, so you know, I'm feeling young right now. I am a little under the weather, but you know, I'm gonna get out, run, son. Hey, Siri, what's the weather today? Hey Siri, what's the weather like today? Expect some clear skies today. Daytime temperatures will hover around 74 degrees with overnight lows around 58. It's beautiful, it's beautiful. So I'm gonna get out work a little sweat up after I get off here, I may play a little golf. A lot of grass, that may kick my ass a little bit too. Maybe even hoot, you know what I mean? As long as I ain't sneezing and like that on nobody. But I'm gonna sweat this up out. I'm gonna get this up out of me. I'm gonna get this up off me, cause 37. I can't let them bring me down slow. Oh, I saw Molly Maul. You know what? Before I get to some of this shit, it is, what is this, March 16th? I mean, any of this news can wait. You know what I mean? Molly Maul, I just downloaded F-122 last night. Now, F-123 is coming out pretty shortly, so this might be a bad business move, but I know you got it. You know what I'm saying? So when the next one come out. Make sure you cop that one. But, hey... You got to hit me. Let me know your gamer tag. I'm on Xbox. I don't know what y'all play on, but this is a dope game to play online, to play obviously in person, peer-to-peer. Been trying to get my brothers to download this game for a while now. Ain't quite ain't quite got him yet. But Molly Mall, appreciate you, man. Uh good game. Good game to play Dolo too. I play, I, I go I'll go on my little seasons, I'll go on my run. You know, I done drove for Ferrari, I didn't drove for Mercedes, I didn't drove for Alfa Romeo. I drove for Red Bull for a season, but moved on. It didn't quite work out. It didn't quite work out with me at Red Bull, you know. But uh <clears throat> but yeah, man, uh like I said, I feel good. I'm I'm blessed to, you know, feel good overall, healthy uh at 37, still kicking ass on the court. And that's where I that's, that's my. That's why I judge my athleticism, my health levels. How much ass am I still kicking at LA Fitness? And uh, <clears throat> I'm still around the top of that leaderboard. I actually, got a new men's league kicking off shortly. <laughs> so you know, got another. <laughs> 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 got another men's league uh, title upcoming. I uh, mean, this is Coconut Creek. Now I'm taking on Boca. Let me put the no clout in my stones. Woo! Anyway, what else we got, man? Um, yeah, what else we got? What else we got? Let's get right to it, man. Let's get right to the NFL stuff. A Rod, almost five hundred. Concurrent, five hundred thousand concurrent viewers um, jumped during the Pat McAfee show yesterday um, around one o'clock when A Rod joined the show. I believe record-breaking numbers for for Pat and the boys. Um, uh, unbelievable. Most people thought expected, you know, a, a decision-type appearance where he comes on there and talks for. Well, not most people. Most people that don't typically watch the show expect it. Hey, come on. Hey, what's up, Pat? What's up, AJ? What's up, fellas? Um, I'm going to the Jets. This, that, the third. Boom. See y'all later. Uh, But once again, that's an appearance that's. they've been doing for three years. It's always, I feel like, personally good conversation. You get a little more insight on things. And, you know, cut through a lot of the bullshit. You know, in today's world, today's sports world, a lot of insiders, a lot of uh, reporters with opinions on, you know, what's going on, what people should do, what how did this go, how did the Packers handle it, how did the Jets handle it, how did, how did the player handle it. You see a lot of it going on with well, Lamar Jackson, you know, him retweeting uh, Schefter, you know, basically calling him bullshit on some of his tweets as far as the number goes in his contract. Um, You saw Kyler Murray put his agent putting out a long press release before he got paid. The Team 3 saga stuff before he left Seattle. Um, She after breaking Brady's retirement news, you know, the year before when he fake retired. So this is always happening. So I don't mind Aaron Rodgers kind of going about his business the way he sees fit and, and I guess, controlling that narrative as much as poss- possible. And, and fans, a lot of fans don't like it, especially Packers fans feel like they've been uh, held hostage. I'm sure a lot of Jets fans have been on the edge of their seats for, for weeks now, um, at least days since Trey Wingo dropped the scoop that the deal was done. Uh, but Air went on there and kind of cleared a lot of things up, talking about, hey, once he went to the darkness retreat, it was, it was one thing with the Packers. Once he came out, <clears throat> he knew that he was being shocked and things had kind of changed. And he spent 18 years of the franchise, 15 years as a starter. At some point, that franchise is going to do what's best for them and turn that page. Uh, same for Aaron Rodgers. You know, he said he went to the Darkness Retreat, 90% retired, <sighs> came out, met with Woody Johnson, had some clarities. Uh, I get that. Had some clarity. Not talking to you, uh, had some clarity um said his decision was made a few days ago uh I believe I don't know when Trey Wingo dropped it but his decision was made a few days ago and now it's on the Packers and the Jets to figure out compensation compensation as far as uh, you know what the Jets are going to give up to get Aaron Rodgers from the Packers but the deal's done. I, I don't. I feel like at this point there's no going back. Obviously, with Aaron Rodgers to the Packers, they turn the page. Now they go forward. They move forward with Jordan Love, the guy they traded up for and drafted in the first round a few years ago, out of Utah State, talented kid. Got a little ch- little chance to play last year. Looked good, based on all the reports and everybody in the building, the people I know, the people I've been around. We had Christian Watson, uh, Green Bay rookie wide receiver. Last year, we'll be going into his second year this year. He was on a show out in Arizona and he spoke very highly of uh, Jordan Love behind the scenes and said, we asked him then and there, like, hey, obviously it was some talks already about Aaron Rodgers potentially retiring and moving on. How do you feel about Jordan Love if he is the guy going forward? And he spoke, as you would expect, very glowingly about the young quarterback out in Green Bay. And I'm looking forward to uh, you know, to him getting his shot as well. Very Similar to those of you that are old enough to Favre, you know Favre leaving Green Bay and then Aaron Rodgers taking over. Favre uh, was traded to the Jets, I believe, and that was much later in the game, like near, like I want to say maybe after training camp, actually. um So a little different in that regard, but franchise got to do what's best for them. The players also have to do what's best for them, and then. uh We talk about player empowerment a lot, so for for Aaron Rodgers to, you know, control his own narrative once again, go on his own timeline, and then also, when he does come out and speak about it, not going the route of, hey, let me leak something here, let me leak something there, but nah, let me actually go on Pat McAfee's show, another former player, obviously, who has his own media platform. Let me go on his show and talk about it all, and uh, so that's, you know, not only empowering yourself as a player, but helping empower other former players as well. So I personally don't have a problem with it. I know a lot of people feel a lot of different ways about Aaron, about a lot of, you know, these athletes who do things that aren't necessarily status quo, but <clears throat> I ain't got a problem with it. And um, But talking from the football sense, Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, solid, solid, solid move. For that organization obviously um one of the biggest the biggest um media right new york biggest media market in shit the world still probably but especially we talk about the sports world so going uh biggest media market so obviously gonna be a lot of eyes and it's, it's great for the league thank you baby it's great for the league thank you big girl got my more than meditation. <laughs> uh, uh, it did be a straw. Good old first watch for the win. Uh baby, can you bring me a straw, please? Um, sorry about that. <clears throat> slide, slide the show business right here. But biggest media market in the world. It's good for the NFL, it's good for the league with a quarterback, a talent like Aaron Rodgers is on a team like that. Now, would he be there for one year? Would he be there for two years? We shall see. But joining Garrett Wilson, Brees Hall, um, C.J. Ozama, Alan Lazard signed there. Um, been even some talks about, hey, I would love personally to see Odell go there, back to New York, back in the Big Apple. Um, thank you. Um, that'll be dope. But Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, that offense struggled last year, obviously with the quarterback, all the quarterbacks moving. And then Gary Wilson still is with offensive rookie of the year with those quarterback situations down there. Brees Hall being knocked out early, being on a run to be the offensive rookie of the year. Um, they've invested in the offensive line. Makai Becton, big ticket, hasn't been able to stay healthy. Been a lot of uh, a lot of Zion Williamson in my guy so far. Talented when he's on the field, but availability is the best of, uh, ability, uh, should I say. Uh, so uh, big, big for them, man. I'm excited for the Jets. What are, where does this land them in the AFC East? Where does this put the Jets and the AFCs now that Aaron has came out and and said his intentions and that is pretty much a done deal? Hmm. I still got my Dolphins. I still got my Dolphins. I got my Dolphins there at one. I think I'm going to go Dolphins, Jets, Bills as of right now and then. Way down at the bottom, New England Patriots. Who made some signings yesterday when I got James Robinson Went got Juju Smith three years, I believe 33 million. But yeah, Miami Dolphins won. Got to keep Tua healthy. We obviously got the weapons on the outside. Resigned Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson Jr., and then you know what we did on defense. So I'm still going Dolphins. I'm going to go Jets because all those pieces, that defense, damn good defense. Still almost made the playoffs with some very suspect quarterback play last year. Aaron Rodgers got his OC, so, you know, probably won't see him in the offseason program. I know a lot of people are asking about that, but when you have a system that you know inside and out, protections, shifts, motions, alerts, you've been in the league 18 years, you don't need OTAs. It would be good to get that continuity with your new players, so maybe he shows up for a few weeks, but he don't necessarily need it. But yeah, give me the Dolphins, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, Bills, and then the Patriots shout out to my guy Devin McCourty to retire an incredible, incredible, incredible career up there in Foxborough. <clears throat> That's a Homer pick. I don't think so. I don't think so, man. When we, when our quarterback was healthy last year, we, we were pretty damn good. Uh, beat the bills early, obviously. Took them to the wire late with a third string quarterback. And another thing that I like, I love about my Dolphins. So we, we got Jalen Ramsey. Huge, huge signing, right? Brought Moster back. I believe that's going be, to pay dividends as well. But that Mike White. Mike effing White. Coming back home. Uh, backup quarterback. And, you know, people don't get too excited about backup quarterbacks being signed. But when you have a quarterback, that um, I, I got to call him unreliable or unavailable. You know, he's not available all the time to him. And he's, you know, he's obviously been dealing with major injuries since playing at Bama. But when you're dealing with a quarterback that's kind of always in and out of that lineup, your backup quarterback becomes even more valuable, even more important. So signing Mike White, a guy that is shown multiple times, never afraid of the moment, tough as nails not afraid to make the throws, and with the weapons that we have, I feel much better if Tua has to miss three, four, five games for Mike effing White to come in there and play ball. That's me personally. And I know Mike White is going to come in with the mindset and gave him a two-year deal with some solid money, I think two years, 16. He's going to come in with the mindset like a lot of people may not notice, but like, hey, man, this is my team. I'm a backup, obviously, but once I get my opportunity, and I feel like I will, it's going to be hard for this team to look back and go back. And um, will that be the case? We're obviously hoping Tua can stay healthy and be a franchise quarterback. That's what Dolph fans are hoping. But having Mike White in your back pocket ready to step in there and do his things for a few games if we need him, that's a big deal, The big deal for the Dolphins. So, it may be a homer pick, you know. It may be, but you look on that offensive side, and you look on when they did on no defense, bringing Vic Fangio over, bringing Jalen Ramsey over. We still got Javon Holland, Brandon Jones will be coming back off of injury. Obviously, ex-Howard Bradley Chubb will be healthy. He was slowed down after that trade, and he got paid last year. So I think we did all the right things down in the yayo to make us a real contender. So. Yeah, Mike f White, you heard. Uh, uh Daryl Owens, oh, Mike White over Joy Love. Huh? We see more of Mike White at this point, so. But yeah, like I said, Mike White's a dog. So happy to have him in the building. <clears throat> Very happy to have him in the building. Other moves outside of Aaron Rodgers making his. Next destination known, getting it right from the horse's mouth. Darren Waller, this was a surprising move to me. I know there's a lot of talks about him being potentially moved out of Vegas, but um, Darren Waller traded from the Las Vegas Raiders across the country to the New York Giants. Uh, huge move for for the Giants for Brian Dayball for newly uh, extended quarterback. Daniel Jones, uh, I think I feel like this will be his number one target once again. Can, can Waller stay healthy and stay available on the field? But you got a nice little quarter that you're building around Daniel Jones with Saquon. You got obviously you keep him there for at least another year. He had a great year last year, pretty healthy year last year. And then you bring Darren Waller over, who can be that safety blanket. Who could be that tight end? It's always going to be a mismatch against a safety, against a corner, against a linebacker. So I think this is a very, very, very good move uh, for the New York Giants. Now, got rid of Kenny Galladay. Obviously, a lot of money was tied up there. I believe they re-signed Sterling Shepard, I think they need to go out and get another big playmaker uh, at that wide receiver position. See if that's the draft, if it's free agency, if it's a trade. But um, big move once again, still in the still in the in that New York in that New York market. Big big move with Darren Waller going over there. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. Speaking of, they signed Jimmy G a few days back. Not sure if we talked about it on the show um, since it happened, but Jimmy G signed it with the Raiders. Big, big signing. Excuse me. Obviously, uh, you let go of Derek Carr. Um, yeah, his his wife did have some words with Coach for uh, you know, not getting invited to that wedding. But you move on from Derek Crow in Las Vegas. You know, I think I believe they came out saying they were out on the Lamar Jackson sweepstakes. Probably not gonna be able to draft one. You go and get Jimmy Garoppolo, which once again, if he can stay healthy has shown he can be a winner, he can be accurate, he can do all the things that you need your quarterback to do on this level. And he's shown he could do it in this offense with Josh McDaniels. So uh, now once again, you expedite that process of learning the offense, of learning the system. And there's so much that goes into it. Personnel, how do we identify personnel? What are the differences between the different personnel's groupings? And what are you trying to accomplish out of these different groupings? Formations, shifts that go with a personnel groups. And then once you get to the plays, obviously knowing the play design, knowing the play calls, but also knowing how your play caller kind of operates. Now, obviously they've been apart for some years now, so some things have changed and evolved. Jimmy's a smart player. McDaniels is a smart coach. So they they can figure that out much quicker. Uh, Alerts, you know, a lot of plays, when you call that play as a quarterback, you call one play and then you alert to the second or third play. um, And that can be an issue or a hump to get over as a quarterback to learn in a new system. But now you kind of can fast-forward through a bunch of that. By the time you get in your offseason, you get in your training camp, and then you hit that that season running. But once again, (sighs) Jimmy G, got to stay healthy. Got to stay healthy. You obviously got Devontae Adams out there. Hopefully you got Renfro. He can stay healthy. Your franchise tag, Josh Jacobs. Got to fix that offensive line. And a lot of holes on that defense out there for Vegas. But uh, great move. Great move for him uh, either way. Um, Super Bowl champs. Kansas City Chiefs. They signed Juwan Taylor. Four-year, $80 million deal, believe. $60 million guaranteed. Will he play left? Will he play right? Looks like left tackle money um, to me. Speaking of left tackle, Orlando Brown, he left the building for the Super Bowl champs. And went and signed with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. He got a he got a nice little deal, uh, solid, solid, solid guarantees. He said it was important to him that he played left tackle and keep that family tradition going. So he'll be the left tackle for Joe Burrow going forward. So good move for the Bengals. Keep Burrow upright, continuing to invest in that offensive line. Some point shortly, they're gonna have to pay Jamar Chase. Going to have to pay Joe, Joe Burrow. Probably going to break the bank on, on, on both of those. And shit, they have to reset the market. That's the type of talent you have there. So protecting that blind side. Didn't reset the market at left tackle, which I feel like was, I guess, important for them. The market, I don't think, was necessarily there that Orlando Brown thought would be there. But he got paid. He got a good deal. Front loaded. A lot of guaranteed money up front. Uh, so definitely happy for him down there in the trenches. Speaking of, I don't know where we're going to put this poll. We need a poll. On the best quarterback duos in the NFL, we're going to start right down here in Miami. Now, going into the last year, Xavier Howard and Byron Jones are supposed to be one of the best combos. Obviously, Byron Jones had an injury that slowed him up all year, and they let Byron Jones go. Side Jalen Ramsey. Got Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard on the same defense. That's tough. Stephon Gilmore, another trade that was made a couple days ago from my Indianapolis Colts. Now, we didn't have too many bright spots on the team last year. Uh, They didn't make too many moves that, you know, the fan base got excited about. We're happy about how it turned out. Stephon Gilmore was one of those bright spots. He was one of those moves that panned out. And of course, we let him go. So, Stephon Gilmore traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a fifth round pick. So now he'll be paired up with Trevon Diggs out there in Dallas. They make a hell of a duo at that cornerback position. That was pretty much a revolving door last year for the Cowboys. So they filled a big, big need uh, in that secondary. And then. Philly, 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 the NFC defending NFC champions. They bring back James Bradbury, and they also, after some drama, after uh, allowing uh, Slay to, to seek trade partners, and then telling him they're going to release him, and hey, Slay back like he never left. So he's back in the building in Philly, Darius Slay, aka Big Play, Big Play Slay. Tagged up team up once again with James Bradbury to form one of the best duos in the league as well. So you got Philly, you got Miami, you got Dallas. I think. Let me think. I think the top three cornerback duos. In the league right now, so. Uh, at some point. We're going to have to get that. Uh. At some point, we're going to have to get that poll going. Molly Moore, I'll put Dallas cornerbacks at one, Miami at two, Philly at three. I don't know about that. Daryl, oh, and Slay gone. That is not true. Had a little drama there. Had a little, you know, had to work some business out. But he's back. He is back. Oh, the Jets. The Jets deserve to be in that conversation. The Jets deserve to be in that conversation. DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner deserve to be in that top duo conversation. So I don't know if we've made the poll yet, Tone, but DJ Reed, Sauce Gardner definitely deserves uh, some consideration for sure. For sure, for sure. Woo, those four those four solid tandems. You got Jair and Stokes, Douglas out in Green Bay. Who else we got? Who else we got? Who else we got? I don't know. We got some good ones. We got some good ones. What's the most surprising move in the NFL offseason so far? uh What say you? What say you guys out there? What's the most surprising move so far for you? For me, the most surprising move. This kind of flew somewhat under the radar. But um Von Hargrave from Philly going and signing that huge deal with the 49ers. Obviously, the 49ers got a lot of dogs. Across that defensive line, but them cutting that check for him, <clears throat> for him, knowing that some point right around that corner you're gonna have to pay defensive player of the year Nick Bosa. Uh, I want to say they gave Hargrave 60 or eighty million. million. I'm Not sure of the exact details. Somebody can throw that deal in the chat. That's huge. That was big. That surprised me. Uh, that shocked me. So that'll be. Uh, That was probably my most surprising move right now. Um, Jalen Ramsey being traded. We kind of saw that somewhat coming. Gilmore being traded. I didn't see that, but he probably probably asked for his release. Um, Lamar being tagged with the restricted. Actually, I'll take that back. That's the, the most surprising move. Not the move made by the Baltimore Ravens, but the fallout from that move and all the teams jumping up and jumping out and letting everybody know that they were not interested in Lamar Jackson. Um, that was definitely surprising. So I'll go with that. And as of yesterday, four o'clock teams have been uh, allowed to speak with Lamar Jackson. So we'll see how, we'll see how that continues to pan out. Jesse Bates went to Atlanta. He left uh, since he got a big deal, I believe 16 a year, not surprising. Um, but yeah, so they gave Hargrave eighty four M's. Not sure how much guaranteed, but whoo. it's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, but um, yeah, it's a lot. A lot going on. A whole lot going on. Let's see. Let's see if we got any questions, any comments, any concerns before we flip this page. A lot of NFL talk. Obviously, obviously, a lot to talk about in the NFL. Did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? Um, but it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what happens with what continue what, how that Lamar Jackson um, saga continues to play out. The Aaron Rodgers saga took. I guess we got a little more confirmation on things, and now we know the Jets. And the Packers are just waiting. Well, We're all waiting for the Jets and the Packers to finalize that. Where is DeAndre Hopkins going? That's a good question. Who knows? Uh, aging receiver. Missed a lot of time because of the suspension and had injuries. So we'll see who wants to take a chance. And then most likely have to pay him again on the other side. Um, <clears throat> a lot of people asking about the leverage situation with after, you know, post Aaron Rodgers' interview, who has more leverage now. I see a lot of people send the Jets. See a lot of people saying the Packers. probably said Packers probably has more leverage at this point, but you know Aaron Rodgers want to leave, so the fan bases are just like ready and, and ready to get that shit done. So, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see what what type of deal. I don't think he gets. I don't think you get anywhere near that Stafford deal um, for Aaron Rodgers since we know he's out. But we <clears throat> shall see. And then, you know, you giving up a lot. I'm just going to have to pay him a ton. You're going to have to give up picks. For a guy that may play, you know, he was 90% retired mentally this year. So he may play one year, maybe two. So it's a lot to give up. Um, we shall see. Chiefs better not get Hopkins. That, that'll be interesting. Jameis returning to the Saints. Um, Andy Dalton going sign with the Panthers. Uh, Juju Smith signed with the Patriots. Who else? And that's it, man. It'll be interesting to see those. all offices season is always interesting. And then when you get up to that draft, you'll see the moves that are made. Remember the A.J. Brown, the Hollywood Brown trades. Um, it's going to be fun. What are the Panthers? Pick at one. That was a, I guess that was a surprising move. Them trading all those assets to get up to one, and now reports are they'll be willing to potentially trade back down a little bit. Do they love Anthony Richardson? Do they love CJ Stroud? CJ Stroud. So we always talk about the odds and where people are getting picked. And uh, Tony, can we get the odds on the number one pick in the draft coming up because? Since the Panthers traded, remember before that it was Bryce. Bryce was locked in as the favorite. And then once the Panthers made the trade, C.J. Stroud jumped up. And I believe C.J. Stroud is probably like minus 300 right now, 270 maybe, last I saw it, minus two-something. I would take C.J. Stroud number one personally. I feel like C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback in this draft. I feel like from day one he'll be the best. And he'll have the best career. Um, Most upside, Anthony Richardson. I mean, uh, upside potential, get a lot of motherfuckers fired, though. So it'll be a lot to, uh, in my opinion, it's a lot of work that needs to be done there to get, you know, a Cam Newton-level impact on the next level from Anthony Richardson. I personally would take C.J. Um Bryce Young will be the second option, in my opinion. Obviously, going to be concerned about his size. Um, and then I would go, I would go Anthony Richardson uh, before I went Will Levis. But Anthony Richardson. Here are the updated odds. So we spoke last time uh, after the combine. Once the trade was made, I said Anthony Richardson. We have, you know, we had AB on here. We said, Hey, AB, where would you put your hundred what, dollars? What's this? What's that? I said at the time, I believe Anthony Richardson was plus 650 at the time. I said, hey, you know what? Better odds for my money. Freak show athleticism. Some people, somebody may want to take a chance on that. I thought at that point the Colts were going to be the team that traded up the one. (sighs) Those odds have obviously moved dramatically. So Anthony Richardson was plus 650 at the time of that. Now he's at plus 350. So that's you know you bet hundred dollars on the FanDuel sports book, you win three hundred fifty. Bryce Young, who was the favorite at the time of that conversation, is now now he has the second best odds of being the number one overall pick at plus two fifty, and then C.J. Stroud now is up there minus two twenty. Um, uh, so definitely some movement. Will Levis fourth best odds at plus three thousand. Jalen Carter and Will Anderson are tied at plus ten thousand. Jalen Carter, man, I, I don't know who your representation is, who your agent is, who's in your corner, who's in your inner circle. It ultimately comes down to you, to him as a grown ass man. Um, you know, obviously, you know he has some things that's going on off the field. Uh, I don't know the necessary the inside, the ins and outs of that, so I won't necessarily speak on that, but. As far as the football stuff, um, you know, you opted to combine to not do a bunch of things. So when you do that, especially the top pick, regardless of position, you go to your pro day you show out. That's when you go, you go, you go show your ass. Hey, this is why I should be the first defensive player off the board. This is why I should be the first player off the board. <clears throat> Taylor Wise, you know, he's in that conversation. So, um. Everything's been evaluated, right? You show up to your pro day a few weeks after the combine, show up nine pounds heavier, and the reports are you couldn't finish your position drills. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. And for those of you who aren't familiar with how pro days go, you have uh, coaches from pro teams and different coaches run uh, Georgia. I'm sure they're representatives from all 32 clubs there. And different coach I don't know how the coaches figure out who's going to run what drills but different coaches run uh, different drills and I believe <laughs> a part of these coaches they want to see who can get who, we, who who they can get winded who they can get you know lack of you know fundamentals get sloppy, get tired maybe tap out a few reps take a few reps off they want to see that Nick Casario ran my pro day. Uh, Belichick was there he was on Belichick's staff at the time you know he was throwing all the ball had the different drills going Belichick so Belichick and pretty much Nick Casario ramp the DB portion of our pro day and when you're doing it it's like you know if we all got a drill to do let's say it's four DBs that's in the class you know I'm going first I do the drill second third fourth and then boom I'm right back up and keep going, keep going, keep going, right? That's how the pro day goes. Who knows how long the workout is. But for the reports to come out that he didn't finish the workout, didn't look great, I don't know if you guys saw the clip of him, you know, kind of drag-assing through there. Hey, tighten up, cuz. Nine pounds heavier, obviously not good. Jalen Carter and all the other prospects out there, tighten up, man. This is the biggest opportunity of your life. Um, obviously, it's a big difference of getting drafted fifth and getting drafted fifteenth, you know, money-wise and all that. So, hey, handle business, man. Keep the main thing your main thing. I that was very um, disheartening for me to for me to look at that. that you know, ugh. obviously, young kids dealing you know he's dealing with a lot. He's dealing with a lot. I understand that part of it as well, but <sighs> try to compartmentalize. Get some, you know. Lock in, lock in, lock in. Um. Woo! FanDuel. Missed the same game parlay last night by one leg. I had Darius Garland going for, actually, I, I say that last night. I had uh Joel Embiid going for 30. Evan Mobley grabbing eight boards. James Harden getting 10 assists. And then my fourth leg was Darius Garland scoring 25 points. All those other legs hit easily. Darius Garland laid it down for me. Obviously, quick shift of gears from the NFL draft to the NBA. My same game parlay on FanDuel Sportsbook. Didn't hit. So now I'm two. Two out of my last three, which ain't bad. Because I'm back, you know, plus six, 700 with these odds. But anyway, speaking of the FanDuel Sportsbook, and obviously we're right in the thick of March Madness. March Madness has started already. We already had to play in games. So this March. Let me make sure that's the right one. I don't know if that's the right one. <laughs> Is that the right one? Is that the right one? Let me read that again. boo, boop, 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 boo, 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 boo. Ooh. I'll just read it. <clears throat> this March, take your first shot at college hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks on the bracket and you'll land 200 in bonus bets. Win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting on everything from the money line to point spreads to that five verse 12 seed matchup you've been eyeing. All in the app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. There's no better place to bet the tournament than the FanDuel Sportsbook. Sign up by going to fanDuel.com backslash M2M live and make every moment more with FanDuel all tournament long. You guys know who I have sewing that thing up. Cutting them nets down. Twenty-one plus and select states. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as a none withdrawable free bet as it expires in fourteen days. the apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem? Call one eight hundred Gambler or visit backslash rg That's in Colorado, Iowa, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. One eight hundred. Next step or text. Next step to AZ n a z. One eight eight 777 Or visit ccpg.org/backslash/chat in Connecticut. One with it in Indiana. <laughs> Visit KSGamblingHelp.com in Kansas, one 770 Stop in Louisiana and then 1-877-8. Text Hope AY to 467369 in New York, Tennessee. Red line, all right? 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. Get another ring like this. You know, we got two in the last few. You know what I mean? You know, I got UConn, baby. Four seed out in that West region. I think they come out, they make that Final Four. They make a run at that natty and they cut them nest down. But you know, it's just me personally. This is a very grainy. But this hey, this is the best one we can find. So this is the one we got. Man the man crew. Uh let me know your, your let me know your first your first upsets. Who's on upset alert for you right now? Damn sure. UConn out there against Iona. OK, and for y'all that don't know, Iona was my first basketball offer. Uh, the GCU over Gonzaga. Is it UNCA? I don't even know who the hell that is. Over UCLA? Let me go out here in the uh, eastern. Is it Montana State over K-State? Ooh. Or is it Oral Roberts over Duke? Furman over Hey, Somebody. Somebody going to be upset. Somebody. And you know what? If you get a perfect bracket, you win a million dollars. All right? From from me. Perfect bracket, me. Just hit me. Just hit me. I got you. <clears throat> it's false advertisement. But uh, Bama, man, how did Bama get so nice in basketball? Where did that come from? That's the NIL? What, what, what happened with that? B. Miller, I didn't know we had Reese Davis on the show with Pat. Reese Davis came on the show. Brandon Miller is, in his opinion, the best college basketball player in the draft this year. Um, school, I just got School Henderson. You got um, Victor Wimbea, French dude, 7'5", guard. So that'd be interesting. But UConn, man. Oh, this better not be. This better not be. Oh, okay. These are some upsets. Louis. Okay, Raging Cages over Tennessee. Virginia? Duke versus UConn final. Okay. 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 We shall see. <laughs> they say... Take a drink immediately after. Tough, man. Powering through, man. Powering through. Can't be on Garland points anymore. He's the second option. He doesn't get 25 Austin season. So this is the thing. Some good insight there. So Garland's assists have dropped dramatically this year. He used to be. I used to throw him on tickets for a nice 10 assists. And I actually thought going into this game, because it was so that's the thing about these NBA games and these putting these parlays together too. You never know who's playing. So Donovan Mitchell, excuse me, he had missed the night before. Um was questionable going into this game. He played, I mean he stunk it up too. But I should have, you know what? I should have just I should have just stayed away from both of them. Just threw another NBA – Rebound and prop or something on there, but you live or you learn, man. You live and you learn. But uh, Garland, let's tighten up, Garland. Let's tighten up, man. Um, speaking of <coughs> the NBA and NB, oh, according to sports but we got a new betting favorite in the NBA to win the MVP, and that is Joel NB at plus 100, Joker plus 160. Greek Freak plus 370, and then it's plus 10,000 with Jason Tatum and all down. So, big man again. These three big men are going at it once again. Joker, unbelievable. Back-to-back MVP. Um, some people say deservedly so. Some people say no. I think he's been in a conversation the last three years. Last year, Joel could have won it. I think this year, if Joel continues to play the way he's been playing, Is his award, and I said it a few weeks ago. The difference between him, Greek Freak, and the Joker is what they do on the defensive side of the ball. Obviously, the Joker, you know, Jokic, his passing ability, his rebounding ability, his scoring ability, all phenomenal. But liability on that defensive end, I think that obviously hurts him once you get into the playoffs. You start getting those pick and rolls. You start getting those matchups. And his ass get exposed out there on that island. So, uh, MB much better defensively. Giannis, much better defensively. Um, so, that's how I would rank him this year. I would go Joker. I mean, not Joker. I would go Joel. MB kind of. Been, I mean, uh, Giannis, kind of. been. You know, I don't know, I don't know. But I would still go Giannis over Joker um, as of right now. But once again, all deserving. But give me MB right now, MVP right now these are standings as they make their final push for the playoffs one through eight well shit we gotta go one through ten we got play in now one through ten on the east side we got the bucks got the celtics got the sixers the Cavs, the knicks the nets the heat po heat po heat the hawks the raptors and the wizards on the east and on the west nuggets still sitting at that one seed joker nuggets the kings The beam team at the two seed, the Grizzlies. Obviously, I believe John Morrell will be suspended for eight games, I believe, uh, after meeting with Adam Silver. Yeah, Adam Silver. So, Grizzlies sitting in the three seed, Suns, four seed, Clippers, five seed, Warriors, six seed. Can they figure it out out on the road? They haven't been able to win on the road, but Steph Curry (laughs) looked like Steph Curry dropped 50. Last night, Timberwolves, seven seed, Mavs, eight seed, nine seed, Thunder, 10 seed, Lakers. I don't know everybody's basketball squad. We talk football a lot here, but uh, there's probably some people here who hate basketball. Hey, my sports, my sports, half of the show, football number one, basketball number two, it's, it's, it's been under attack of late. It's been under attack. Not gonna lie. But the NFL, the NBA, F1. I've been golf. I'm trying, I'm getting into golf more, but you know, it's hard. It's hard. It's, It's hard to follow. You know, these personalities ain't too, you know. But golf, that'll probably be my top four. Football, basketball, formula one. Golf? Off, but who your basketball squads here? My squad's just somewhat similar to football. I have multiple. My Miami Heat, lifetime fan, right? Lifetime fan of the Miami Heat. Um, huge, huge, huge fan of Steph. I can't necessarily say I'm a Warriors fan, though. Actually, you know what? I got one team: the Heat. The Heat, that's my squad. Outside of that, I love the players. You know, the players obviously move around a lot, but I love the players. Steph has been in one place, built a dynasty in LeBron's league. Hats off to that. So, Steph, one of my favorite players to watch. Obviously, LeBron, one of my absolute all-time favorite players to watch. Um, Kyrie Irving, one of my favorite players to watch. But, yeah. It's still all heat. We we stink right now, we suck right now, but I'm still with my heat, baby. <sighs> Woo! Golf! How did golf top? Creeping to my top four. That's surprising. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta watch sports, man. Man, the man podcast. That's a good part. You should tune in. You should like the stream. You should do all that good shit. Who's your top five players to watch currently and want them to come up? Top five players to watch, Steph Curry. Kyrie Irving. Um hey, Joy and B, like I'm old enough to remember some uh, some Hakeem. I see it. I see it if MB, I, I just wish we can kind of go back to the beginning and he could be healthy from his. Entry to the league till now because I think what he but but MB uh his skill set at his size unbelievable. Um, who else? I like watching Luca, I like watching Luca play. Um, I love watching Dame Lillard play too. So, those are probably those would be my top five. I, I haven't even thought about this actually. Steph Kyrie, did I say LeBron, but Steph Kyrie, Luca, MB. Dame. I mean, I love watching LeBron play too. And my favorite young, young player in the league is Anthony Edwards. Love Anthony Edwards. His he's probably the most explosive um, player in the NBA right now. But Anthony Edwards. Uh, I like John Morant. I like watching John Morant play too. John Morant, he he's a dog. I like how he plays. I like how he uh I like his style of play, the dog he has in him. Um but yeah. There we go. The other, what other questions we got, man, before we get up out of here? <clears> Tony <throat> Raymond Grand Prix this weekend, Sunday, March 19th. If you've been following at all, you, actually, you just need to follow me. I'll let you know everything that's going on. Uh, Red Bull dominated last race, the first race of the new season. So if you are interested, if you're interested at all into getting into Formula 1, Right now is the perfect time. Okay? We're going on the second Grand Prix, the second of 23, I believe. Um, if you are stateside, if you are in the states, there will be uh, Miami, Austin, Vegas. There will be three three races, three Grand Prixs here in the states. Miami, Florida, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Nevada. So there will be three stateside uh, races. You can go to Netflix, watch Drive to Survive, five seasons now that you can go and binge. I would suggest, I mean, if you want to start from the beginning to kind of learn more about the sport, go into season one. You don't have to go to season one, though. You can start at season two. So you can start at season three if you want to. And it basically just gives you the, the inner workings, the behind the scenes of the different teams, the different drivers, uh, the different owners and sponsors of the team, the different places that they go and race. And all those things that go into it. And that's really what got me into it more so than anything. On Sunday, the races, the, the Grand Prix they're they're dope to watch as well. I grew up, I, I was never into motorsports at all growing up. Played the NASCAR game back in the day. Used to love the NASCAR video game with, oh, uh, who was 24? How the hell? Had Earnhardt was three. Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon was my favorite ra- driver back in the day on the NASCAR video game, um, but never was in the motorsports. Played an Indy for six years. Went to one Indy 500 race, which was unbelievable just to crowd. I want to say it was damn near 400,000 people out there, so that was crazy. But this F1 shit is it, pretty dope, at least for me, and it gives me something to be all the way into in the football all season. So if you're interested in getting an F1, Netflix, Drive to Survive, if you don't want to start there, which I didn't, I actually started with a real race this Sunday, March 19th. Last race started about 10 o'clock. Usually they start around 9, 10 o'clock, the real race. The Saturday before is qualifying, so that's when you figure out who lines up, where on the grid. Um, and then for me, if you're a real fan, if you're a real somebody who jump all the way into it, and if you can afford it, I'm not sure how much it is, but F1 TV, Is a good thing to have as well. Gives you a lot more insight um, as to what's going on in the sport. And actually me, I'm going to get this because I care about y'all, right? So I got to let y'all know when is lights out for the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. You think Siri know? Hey, Siri, what time is the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix? I found some web results. I can show them if you ask again from your iPhone. Cancel. Might got time for that. Race Sunday at thirteen o'clock, thirteen hundred hours. That is, my dad would be mad at me, right? Now. Is that one? One PM? Is that one PM? Somebody said eight PM. But I said eight eight AM Eastern Standard Time Sunday. I got. All right, Brett, make your mind up uh Vegas race is this year Mars in November of this year, and it will be at least eight or nine years after that as well. um damn, you should actually I should have sent it the tone the post in here, but it's just showing the um the evolution of the track and, and where it's going to be and how it's looked. They got some renderings out. They got some dope things, but yeah, it's going to be in Vegas and in Miami. The one in Miami last year was huge. They signed a 10 year deal in Miami. The the Dolphins owner, Steven Ross said he made more off that one F one race than he had all year long from the Dolphins games. So I'm sure, uh, you know, some of these owners would be trying to get, trying to get some more races stateside. Verstappen, the, the back-to-back driver's champion, he's delayed. He's, he's delayed his arrival in Saudi Arabia because he has a stomach bug. So uh, we'll, I'm sure he'll make it to the actual race. He'll get out there and do his thing. The highlight of last week's – or the week before last, I'm sorry, Bahrain Grand Prix was Fernando Alonso in the Aston Martin doing some phenomenal things. I'm a Mercedes fan as well. With Lewis Hamilton, George Russell, you got Ferrari with Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. You got Red Bull with Checo Perez and Max Verstappen. You got Fernando Alonso and Lawrence Stroll, who, who Lance Stroll, I'm sorry, who kind of showed their ass last uh, last Grand Prix. But hey, F1 man. Okay, yes, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix. On F1 TVN on ESPN. Uh, let's go, man. Any other questions, comments, concerns before I get up out of here? We've got a couple more minutes. Woo. Any other news breaks since we've been on? It's Friday, minute clear, bye March Madness start tonight. What time did the March Madness game start tonight? Oh, man, appreciate y'all rocking with me. Uh, this beautiful morning, March 16th, 2023. Um, you Still got to get out there. Get some work in, get your work out in, get you a nice walk. Read a book. Call a family member, maybe a parent, maybe a grandparent, aunt, uncle, maybe an old friend. Um, catch up with him. Maybe a kid, depending on how old you are. Maybe call one of your kids, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I appreciate y'all for rocking with me today. Once again, if you missed the beginning of the show, AB's out. He's under the weather. Uh, I'm slightly under the weather. But, hey, y'all help me through. You and this uh, – this, uh, morning meditation right here. So cheers to you guys. Appreciate y'all rocking. I will see y'all. Come on, man. What kind of question is that? What kind of question is that? Come on, man. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, I like me one-on-one against anybody that don't have an NBA logo on their sock. You heard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm nice. Like that. A of question that but... oh, Hey, Ma, I'm undefeated in the Thunderdome right now, okay? One-on-one. Only one, only one person has played me. Undefeated. I, I ain't taking no L's in the Thunderdome. But unless you're talking about pickleball. I ain't quite I ain't quite there yet with them the boys and boys on it. They on my ass right now, but pause. Uh, but, yeah, basketball, y'all like me. Yeah, like me. But appreciate y'all, man. We gone. Hey, if you're on F1, if you're on that game, hit me. Hit me on Twitter. Hit me somewhere. Let me know. We can get a a little Grand Prix in, man. Uh, But outside of that, man, appreciate y'all. Yup.